unemployment numbers out. Latest Illinois data from the U.S. Department of Labor shows that we had 17,931 initial claims filed last week. That's 2,700 more. Actually, let's go ahead and bump that up to 2,800 more than the week before. Pandemic unemployment assistance for uh, independent contractors. There were 2,619 initial claims. That's about 540 more than the week before. Uh, But we're still looking at around uh, 480,000 people that are uh, drawing claims from the Illinois Department of Employment Security, uh, the state's unemployment office, which we talked last segment Offices are still closed to the public. Uh, We've got questions about rampant fraud uh, and a variety of other issues. 740 now in the capital city here with the WMAY morning news feed. I'm Greg Bishop. So other states are looking at uh, reducing the amount of uh, enhanced unemployment uh, benefits that are available. Uh, And uh, we have that going on here in Illinois as well. And we're going to talk in moments with Illinois Manufacturers Association President Mark Densler, who sent the governor a letter requesting such. Uh, But the governor was asked about this yesterday, and I did want to share his comments uh, about whether or not the state of Illinois will follow suit of other states to reduce the unemployment eligibility, uh, or at least the payouts that are are sweetened, that are enhanced and have been extended. Uh, Here's what the governor had to say yesterday. Look, our, our job here is to make sure that we're creating jobs and, and helping people to rebuild the lives that they had before the pandemic. Uh, and so we're not going to pull the rug out from under people. Uh, what we are going to do is make sure that we're creating, promoting uh, as many jobs as possible uh, and attracting people to those jobs. It's not going to pull the rug out from anyone. 217-629-7970. I want to get your reaction to that coming up. But first, let's check in with Illinois Manufacturers Association president mark densler mark thanks for taking time with us this morning uh and i guess let's get your uh your your reaction to that and talk about the letter you sent the governor yesterday about this issue well good morning greg thanks for having me i appreciate it and um i think most businesses are are aware that they are facing a significant workforce challenge uh you just drive around springfield and actually i tried going to a couple restaurants the other day and they were both closed with signs on the door then they couldn't find enough workers. And that trend is also uh, very prevalent in the state's manufacturing sector. And, Greg, nationally on Tuesday, the U.S. Department of Labor have put out some jobs numbers, and there are 706,000 open manufacturing jobs in the United States, which is a record high, and nationally 8.1 million open jobs, again, a, a record high. So what we've asked the governor taking what we think are some fairly common-sense steps, and number one is um, – Let's get rid of this waiver that someone doesn't have to be actively looking for work to get unemployment insurance. There's no reason now that we're emerging from the pandemic that somebody should be actively looking for work in order to get benefits. And then number two, well, um, Mark, Mark think- hold, hold on one second, because when I <laughs> when I read your letter, um, I was like, I, that slipped by me this past year and a half. Right. I mean, out of 80 plus executive orders, 13, 14 or 15 disaster declarations, I didn't realize that that was an order that had been issued to waive that requirement that unemployed people getting benefits seek unemployment, seek employment somewhere. And I understand that may have been necessary whenever everything was shut down for two and a half months. But I didn't know that that was that was in effect. 
Uh, I guess talk about the the impact of that particular issue of waiving that requirement, because I've talked with other employers who are scratching their heads of I've got people claiming against me and and I can't necessarily get through IDES to to rectify that claim. Uh, And callers calling up saying, well, isn't it the requirement that they have to go out and get uh, seek employment and show that? So I guess talk about the impacts of that waiver now here with 30 plus percent people vaccinated, things opening up, help wanted signs all over the place. Yeah, well, and, and Greg, I think it made sense at the outset. You know, during the, the the rage of the pandemic, the governor issued the executive order saying you didn't have to go out and actively look for work. And it made sense. You didn't want someone that had COVID going from store to store, for example. Um, but what it's done now is is people are just staying at home. They're getting this benefit. They're getting the enhanced benefit. And they don't even have to go apply, um, you know, for jobs. So when I talk to businesses, manufacturers or retailers, hospitality in town, they're not even getting the applicants um, because an individual doesn't have to actually be looking for work. And so, again, it made sense in the early days of the pandemic, but certainly not now. We're a month from reopening the economy. Um, everybody can do it safely. There's, you know, what, 60 percent of people have had a vaccination. It's time to get rid of that requirement. And so require someone to actually be looking for work. Um, in order to get benefits. We're talking with Mark Densler, Illinois Manufacturers Association president, here on the WMAY morning news feed at 745 now. Uh, And Mark, uh, in your letter, you also talk about the enhanced benefits and uh, uh, how much is that uh, equate to per hour for people who are getting the federal uh, enhancement and the state uh, benefit? Yeah, and and so these are scheduled in September. We think it's appropriate to go ahead and end them a couple months early. Um, right now in Illinois, the maximum benefit's about $471 a week, and that's not including dependents and spouses. But you add the additional $300 on top of that, that's $771, which equates to almost $20 an hour that someone is getting in unemployment insurance and benefits. And certainly if they can't find work, we understand that's what the unemployment insurance system is. But what we have found is these enhanced benefits are keeping people at home. They're not actively seeking work. Um, They're just using the system, probably not what it's intended for nationally. You know, if if they've lost a job, we certainly want them to get the unemployment benefit. But it shouldn't be a disincentive. And and that's what this has become is it's truly become a disincentive for someone to go back and and get a job. Mark, uh, unemployment insurance costs employers. Uh, We've talked in the past about uh, how much money's in the unemployment insurance trust fund, how much uh, the state had to borrow during the 2008 recession, and how we only paid it back like uh, a year or so before COVID hit. Uh, and here we are again with the Unemployment Insurance Trust Fund um, having a lot of draws from it. Uh, how does that look, and uh, how do we fill that? And can federal tax dollars uh, that the state's going to get, nearly $8 billion over two years, can that help? Well, I, I hope so, Greg. We're going to be about $5 billion with a B in debt by the end of this year. And for comparison, in 2008 09, uh, the maximum uh, UI trust fund debt was about $2.3 billion. So we're more than double that. And there's only two ways to get out of that. Um, now we may have a third, but the two ways are you raise taxes on employers, or number two, you cut benefits for workers. But what we've seen around the country, and we hope that Illinois will take the same tact, is using some of the federal stimulus money to pay off some of this debt. Uh, we've seen Indiana and a number of other states have gotten rid of their UI debt using federal stimulus dollars. And we think it makes sense because, again, it avoids a tax hike on job creators. And number two, it ensures that those workers aren't going to get their benefits reduced. 
And, and again, so we're getting $8.1 billion from the federal government. We think that it's more than appropriate to take some of that money to help Illinois' job creators and the uh, workers that need the benefit. I haven't read every page of the federal guidance, but is there something in there that allows for uh, these dollars to, to go towards the unemployment insurance trust funds? There is. It is allowed. A number of other states have done it with the last set of federal stimulus dollars. They're doing it with this set of stimulus dollars. And, and Greg, for comparison, what we're looking at right now, and again, this is not going to bail out the full trust fund, but right now an employer pays six-tenths of one percent on the first $7,000 of wages. Um, just the fund increase is probably going to go to six percent. So from 0.6 to six percent of the first $7,000 of wages which is a significant tax hike at employers. And so, again, we think this is something that we can work with the administration, legislators, organized labor, you know, and come to some kind of agreement because at the end of the day, this is good for all of Illinois if we can resolve this problem. Illinois Manufacturers Association President Mark Densler here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. One other thing I wanted to touch base with you on, um, the Commission on Government Forecasting and Accountability, a bipartisan group at the State House, uh, they uh, they revised their revenue uh, numbers and said that we're, we're going to have like $790 plus million more in the coming fiscal year than we thought, and that's after more than $2 billion dollars more than they thought for the current fiscal year. Uh, is the governor still eyeing all of those different tax credits that uh, that could raise a, close to a billion dollars in revenue for the state? Unfortunately, he is, Greg. And, and we don't often get good economic news in Illinois when it comes to revenue, as you know. But you're exactly right that, you know, we're getting more than $2 billion above and beyond what we thought we were in the current year and, and you know, about seven or $800 million in new revenue next year. And that, coupled with the $8 billion in federal stimulus, seems to, to say there's no reason you have to raise taxes on job creators. And several of these are aimed at the state's manufacturing sector, which, you know, during the last year created the fastest vaccines in histories and stocked our grocery stores and provided PPE and equipment. And you know, things like um, taking away the incentive to, to create or to, to, to locate um, capital investment in the state of Illinois, new machinery and equipment that support Illinois jobs, we think is short-sighted. So we don't think that there's a, a need for these $1 billion in tax hikes. Um, with all of the revenue coming in from the state that's unexpected um, or I, that we didn't anticipate it was going to be this good, we don't think there's any reason to raise taxes on job creators right now. Mark Densler, Illinois Manufacturers Association president. Always appreciate your time, and we'll talk again soon, all right? Thanks, Greg. Have a great day.